0: Everybody, welcome to the 80th episode of I'm So Surecast. I'm your host, Tim Sullivan. Hello, hello. <laughs> and it's a, it's a nice nice warm summery day here at uh, at Seabrook, New Hampshire, the, uh, the land of the free. Oh, dude, it is balmy down here. Actually, before, I don't have AC in this room. Yeah, uh, I was going to say balmy, but I figured you used it, so I didn't say Well, it. thanks. Yeah. Did I say great. balmy? Mm, no, you didn't say about me.
1: Yeah, I did not think so. Okay, I don't sure.
0: think you did. Uh, well, but, we'll find out. <laughs> but uh, so I put the AC in the master bedroom. <laughs> can you call it a, a master bedroom if there's no ensuite, or is it just um, a bedroom?
1: Let me consult the expert, Jessica. Can you call it a master bedroom if there's no bathroom attached? Yes. She said yes. Okay. Cool. <laughs> it's not. A, um, it's just not a
0: master suite. She, that makes sense. She's absolutely right. With it. That's exactly right. All right, cool. Yeah, those goddamn pretentious French, you know, what, what will they think of next? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we have the master bedroom, um, which is the bedroom in which the master sleeps. Now, who's me. the master? Would that be you? Would that be well, Leo? It's, well, it's Karen? tough, because in the animal kingdom, master is the word you describe to be the alpha-dominant person to whom a dog listens. So, in that case, it'd be Karen. Um, but if there's no animals involved, I'd obviously be the master because I'm a man. And as patriarchal society goes, it would, that would fall on me. Um, basically the master in a household always belongs to whoever can physically dominate the other. If, if it gets to that, obviously we hope it would never come to that. Right. But theoretically, whomever can actually be dominated is not the master, so um, I guess in this case it's a toss up. Honestly, it's fifty fifty. Toss a right. coin and we'll find out. Um, okay. But I put the AC in the master bedroom, which is great because it's it's balmy, as we said. Um, but in my office, um, from where I'm speaking right now, it's very hot. So before we, you know, launched into this podcast, I opened the windows. Not even joking. At least two of my neighbors are simultaneously weed whacking right now, and it is so goddamn loud. And one of their wives—I'm not sure which—these are, these are one of those neighbors that we've never actually seen because they're kind right. of—they're kind of on a hill. Their vantage point is not, um, not very suitable for, you know, for voyeurism from our end. Right, so I don't right. know what they look like. But I, Karen goes, "Why don't you open the window? It's a little balmy in here." And she did she use the phrase balmy. No, she said hot. Okay, but um, or I think she said stuffy, um, which is a great like you know depression era adjective. Um, so she was like, "It's a little stuffy in here. Why don't you open this?" And she opened it, and it literally sounded like like monster sound effects from some movie. I and I, I couldn't stand it for more than ten seconds. I Jesus. put the windows back up. So basically, what I'm saying is, I'm standing here stationary at my desk sweating bullets for the standing no i'm sitting oh jesus but i'm i'm sweating and it's and i'm uncomfortable physically and it's all for the integrity of the audio for this podcast so i just want to be at least recognized for that um well it's appreciated but yeah i can't even open a goddamn window
1: it's ridiculous that sucks it's it's exceeded balmy in that room
0: Mm. he's right folks
1: balmy is pleasant pleasantly warm
0: yeah, to my it's, it's, to my it's beyond that. It's it's toasty. It's insufferable. It's oppressive. Right. That's what I would describe it well, as.
1: Well, this just in. I'm um, officially old as shit.
0: Yeah, that's right, dude. You're officially 30. Welcome to the 30 Club.
1: Yeah, so check this out. For 100% of the time that I've been 30 years old, my back has hurt.
0: Yeah, it comes to the territory, man. I so uh, Ridiculous. Yeah, I started going to bed at like five when I turned thirty. In the morning and, or at- no, five at night. I eat. Uh, well, I, why would I go to bed before five? I eat at three. But it's um, it's definitely a whole different category. And let me say, actually, I actually like the thirties. The only time that I find myself being depressed that I'm thirty is just any time w- you think about it. No, actually, because I'm actually I'm actually kind of on board with it mentally. But the the, the only time I. The only time I hate it is when I uh, run into someone or watch someone give an interview that had a really successful twenties. That's right. That's the only time that if like if there's some like twenty six year old that like did some amazing things, then I feel like shit. But for the most part, I actually don't mind being thirty. I actually kind of like it. Right, like twenty three year old millionaires and stuff. Yeah. Well, the yeah. Well, the millionaires they annoy me um, because. You know, back in the day, you'd make your millions and then you would just shut up and live your life. But now anybody that becomes a millionaire before 40 has this entitled feeling where they need to start a YouTube subscription page where they're just lecturing everybody else on how to make a million dollars. And it just drives me insane. It's like, dude, let's be honest. The only reason – and by the way, I commend you. I respect the hell out of you if you became a millionaire before at any point in life, never mind before you're 40. But let's be honest. You did that by being – Totally self-interested, only doing what you wanted to do because that's really what drives success. And so you're really not in a position to assume that, like, everybody has the same drive as you. And actually, the only reason you became successful is because you're a self-obsessed little creep. So why don't you just enjoy your millions of dollars and leave me alone? Well, Jesus <clears throat> Unbelievable. And by the way, I commend you for it. I really, I sincerely mean that. If you, dude, if you make, if you're a millionaire by the time you're 40, I mean, I tip my hat. Are you wearing a hat? Well, no, but, you know, the uh, proverbial hat is what I'm tipping. But it's just like, dude, I respect you. I think you did a great job. Great work, by the way. Your parents are probably proud. Um, But yeah, don't lecture me on what to do because you know nothing about me and, and the inconsistencies between me and you. Are probably too vast for me to even consider watching your stupid little YouTube video. Right, that's pretty accurate, I'd say. Yeah, Jesus. But Christ. thanks for the effort to try to make me a millionaire in a six-minute YouTube video. Appreciate it. It's just I right. just don't think it's gonna work. Right,
1: probably won't. Probably will not. Oh, uh, Dan Sullivan actually bought um, a merch item today, so let's just give ah. off the. Band. Yep. very
0: nice what did he buy wait did he, he buy it after you sent the merch link to the group chat
1: yeah he actually he asked for the link I sent it and then he bought something
0: Oh, you know it's funny because I saw you send the link and I assumed that was like your kind of introduction to new merch and then so I clicked on it and I was oh, like oh this where, is all the yeah. same stuff but that's that makes sense what did he buy
1: the let Elon be Elon sweatshirt
0: ah letellin bellin
1: right probably because more, of the more relevant
0: than ever now
1: Right, probably because of the scrubbed launch today. That's maybe that's why you wanted to buy it.
0: That's exactly right, dude. You know? Yeah, Elon has been more at the top of everybody's kind of attention list than he has in recent years. And you know what it is? It's all Twitter because he trolls now.
1: Oh, he does? Yeah, yeah. Which is fantastic.
0: Ah, oh, dude, well, how could you not troll? Come on. Twitter is the fucking
1: worst, but also the it's just the worst. It's the best of the worst.
0: So I thought of the best way to describe Twitter. I was talking about this earlier with with Bud. Um, okay. I remember years ago reading about a New York City based company that allowed you to just smash stuff. So you'd go in Oh yeah. There'd be a room that'd give you plates, VCRs, vacuum cleaners, any stupid objects you wanted. And you would, buy like, you would buy like 15 minutes and you would just smash it just to get that like inner rage out. You just throw shit against the walls, the floor, and then get it out of your system. You leave the room and you go back to your like job on Wall Street. That's how I would describe Twitter. Twitter is where happy people go. To, well, not happy. But most people on Twitter are <laughs> deeply unhappy. But I'm just saying like from my perspective, like I'm a happy person. I like my life. But – when I go into Twitter, it's literally the equivalent of, you know, a family man that works in Manhattan just going to this place to smash a bunch of shit for 20 minutes and then get the hell out of there. That's how I view Twitter. I go in there. I don't actually go in there looking for a fight, but I go in there ready for one. And if you – because the thing about Twitter is you carefully select when – you, when you're when you on Twitter, you don't just follow people you like. You follow people that you hate because you want to get – you want to get that – it's like guys that are really good at taekwondo, and they want to get into a fight, and they walk into a bar, and they go looking for the guy that looks at them in that creepy way. Yes. And just – that's what I do for Twitter. So, like, Alyssa Milano. I oh. It amazes me that she's like anybody anyway, but I specifically follow her <laughs> because I like to – I like to troll her. And I. why is that bad, by the way? like, And by the way, I'm not saying anything like ever that would be immoral. I'm never saying anything like racist, sexist, homophobic, all the, all the phobias that you can throw up. Because um, it's just not my style. I don't think that way. So when I troll Alyssa Milano, it's purely for me saying, you said something dumb on a public format. And so it's within my right to... You know, bark back a little bit. And that's all it is. I guarantee you, if I was walking my dog and Alyssa Milano came in, dude, I'd I'd grab love of Alyssa Milano. I would sit down with all of these people. It's not that I hate them personally. It's just that when you say stuff that I disagree with, I can just disagree back. And that's the point of Twitter. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like I have this deep-seated, you know, like, creepy agenda where I'm just looking to, like, really destroy someone it's not it at law it's just hey you said something stupid you're a celebrity people listen to you um you have way more power than i do so i'm just gonna you know give you a nice little middle finger how about that and people right. get so people get so mad at the trolls it's hilarious and i can't find twitter is the one place where the right and the left every everybody politically is represented equally Every like not not from a not from a who controls it, but from who participates in it, and um, that's what I like about it. Well, it just like to just it's, con- it's a constant food fight.
1: I like to start things and not finish them. You know what I mean? Which drives people insane.
0: Of course, dude. Have you ever gotten into a heated phone call and one person <laughs> hangs up? That's way more infuriating than them saying something disgusting to you.
1: That's so true.
0: If you know yeah, I just if, I just pop in and upset people, maybe
1: answer one more time and then disappear.
0: Oh, that's what that's 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 my tactic. I love to walk <laughs> into a room, hold a grenade, pull the pin out with my teeth, gently lob it in and just leave. Like it's just it's great cuz it drives everybody nuts. Unbelievable. Cuz there's nothing worse than being ready to spar with somebody and right. they're just like, "Oh shit, my rides here, I got to go." And you're all horny to fight and you're like, "Oh, come on." It's great.
1: Your crumb believable
0: Oh dude that's been That was stuck in my head all all day Sunday
1: Yeah and then I was so surprised To find out that it was about fucking cheese
0: Wait what did, So you didn't think it was a commercial or you just didn't know what the commercial
1: was No I, I knew it was a commercial I just didn't think it was about Cheese I, I agree I like, actually
0: thought it was like a Breakfast cereal Yeah
1: or like uh, A special brand of breadcrumbs
0: Right right not, <laughs> not cheese which is like not supposed to be Crummy
1: Right. I prefer my cheese not crummy, actually.
0: Crummy is my favorite pejorative term ever. Is it really? Oh, because it is the politest way to say something sucked. Hey, did you guys see that play I wrote? What do you think? That's kind of crummy. Because it's just (laughs) like, it's such a damning term. But if you think about it, it's so benign at the same time. Like, it's just crummy. You know what I mean? And like, the thing I'm trying to think of, like, how. I don't know what the etymology was, but like, like maybe like the guy that came up with the saltine or something. He right. was like, the one down flaw is it's crummy. And people were like, oh, yeah, I don't like these. I, I like Ritz because it's circular, so I can put the whole thing in my mouth in one bite. But saltines, you kind of got to work around the edges. So it's, it's a little crummy. That's why I go with Ritz. And the guy was probably like, god damn it. So from then on, everything bad became crummy. Jesus. Well, that's my theory anyway. Okay.
1: I mean it's a decent theory, I'm not gonna lie. Thanks. For man. Crying out loud, you know what I'm saying? That's one of my favorite expressions for crying out loud. I know, dude. It's it's pretty good. It's a good one, that's for sure. I have Isn't three far-
0: fi- I have three favorite terms that I'm in love with. And then I'll show right. up and you can get up.
1: Can you rank them like from best to worst? Or I'll rank worst. them
0: from worst to best so that yeah, I hold I was you just in suspense. Say that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Um so one is uh, well, no, no. So it'd be three. So three is, dude. I just had this weird. My brain is just not working properly. Dude, mine either. I'm ever since I turned thirty,
1: my brain doesn't work. I'm tired and my back hurts.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, so crying out loud, would be three. All of a sudden, would be two, and something, oh. and something's the matter. Is my time? Oh if you. Oh my God. Spend oh, a day in your car. Next time you're going to, like, Cape Cod or somewhere where you need to drive in your car for, like, more than 60 miles, just start deconstructing those phrases. Oh, I've tried. I can't do and it. And if you – I have pondered the phrase something is the matter for hours, and I don't get tired of it. I can sit and just, uh just bask in that curiosity all day. So that would be my number well, one. But anyways, all, I digress.
1: All of a sudden is one of those two. And is all of A sudden or the sudden?
0: I like... Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I, I think it's A, but park.
1: both, you know... It's just all all of
0: a sudden just rolls off more phonetically.
1: Right. Because you yeah. be
0: like you'd never be like, half of a sudden, you know, this guy walks in. It's the whole sudden.
1: Right, the one, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. That's, that's why I like it.
1: That's crime believable.
0: Bam, 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 bam. Ah, bam. Uh, so anyways, what's new with you, buddy?
1: Oh man, made a um, a, a goddamn pizza for crying out
0: loud, dude. That pizza looks so, and I'm kind of a pizza connoisseur. Um, that pizza looked incredible. It so, looked we've, had the,
1: we've had like the shit to make the pizza for a bit. And we kept pushing it back because, like, I considered, you know, maybe last night we'd make it, but instead we went into the uh, the uh tuna striker. Where yeah, I had, saw that. Where I had two of those Sam Summers. And something about the Sam Summers this year, I don't know what it is, but they're crumb believable. They're way better than any year's Sam Summers.
0: Yeah, I agree. Had. Something happened. I don't know what it, what it is, but they are particularly delicious. There's this
1: extra, like, fruity taste to them. But anyways... Went, drank those, then came back ready to podcast. Um, to which I was surprised to find out I wasn't po- going to podcast last night because you bailed on me.
0: Well, so this is what I'm... And it's actually cause for concern. Um, I left the house to go to Bud's and he was making dinner. For which bu- is... For the folks at the, home. On the other side of a wall. Exactly. It's a duplex Bud Karen's brother has the other side. Uh, to ours. So we watched over for Buds. And I knew full well. I was like, all right, cool, we'll podcast at eight thirty. So we got to Buds at like six fifteen. And um, you know, we just ate dinner. Bud made dinner, it was very good. And we watched what a did few you ep- make. Dude, this is another reason where you're testing my brain. He, But he made uh, the leftover <laughs> hamburgers and, and hot dogs from uh, from right. Saturday. Now,
1: it seemed like he had an incredible surplus of buns. Well, you we can there. never is have too true? many buns. You can have too many buns, because if you have more buns than you have burgers, you, you officially have too many buns.
0: Well, yeah, if you want to get literal. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, But it's better to be safe because, you know, what if something happens where somebody, you know, somebody takes a bite of a hot dog in a weird way and the bun falls, but it's still wedged in their teeth. They just need another bun.
1: Or like you toast someone's bun and they're like, whoa, I want it not toasted. And you're like, no problem, man.
0: Got one right here for you. That is exactly right. That's a better much better example than some idiot eating a hot dog only (laughs) biting the hot dog itself and letting the bun fall. But, um, yeah, so you made those. Um, thank God he had an excess of buns cause we could eat with buns and then, um, and then yeah, we watched a few episodes, of always sunny and then we went back over, uh, to our place. It was probably like, I don't know, 745 and then, now, uh,
1: mind you, I sex I sexed, texted you at 630 saying, Hey man, 830 and you said works for me, buddy.
0: No, no, no. That's exactly right. The whole time I was at Bud's, I knew I was podcasting, uh, so it wasn't like I just wasn't thinking about it I, I literally between 6.30 and 7 I was like I'm podcasting tonight and then something happened we came out of the house did laundry or whatever all the stupid chores and then Karen was like do you want to start a movie and my stupid brain was like yeah that sounds great so we start a movie and it's like 7 or now we start a movie at like 7.45 and then it's 8.30 and you text me and I was like oh my god like not I'm not even saying this to be dramatic. The concern I had for like a full five hours about how did I possibly forget that I was podcasting when I remembered vividly like two hours ago actually was pretty profound. I was actually ruminating on the idea that I had like early onset dementia. Right. And um, because it didn't make any sense. And then I was so embarrassed because I was like, all right, we just started this movie. We're 45 minutes in. How can I possibly explain one to Karen that we need to pause this movie, or two that you're dating and living with a complete moron who forgot something that he knew 30 minutes ago? So then I I kind of did a you know a risk reward uh, you know analysis in my brain yeah yep and I was like well if it's all the same to Tim we'll just do it tomorrow and get off scot free if he can't do it tomorrow then I'll just suck it up and tell Karen I'm a retard and we'll do it tonight. Um, and then you were gracious enough to be like, you know what? That's fine. I'm kind of tired anyways, but it worked out. But I was very concerned when I realized I forgot about podcasting. It, it still is actually creepy to me that I forgot that. Well, well
1: even worse than that, there's a, um, you know, like a clothing donation box just down the road, maybe half a fucking mile away. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll be driving with the shit in my car and I'll be like, oh, today I'll remember to do that because whenever you have the donation clothes in your car, you drive around with them for fucking three months before you remember to do it, right? Sure. Exactly. So I'll be driving and I'll be like, oh, today's the day I'm going to remember to do it. And so the time between me saying I'm going to do it and me arriving to the actual thing is maybe about 35 seconds, right? Yeah. And I'll actually get to the point where I'm like, there's no way I'm going to forget. Go to the drop off box go to the drop drop-off box and I'll just repeat it to myself in my yep. fucking head. Right. Oh, I know. Somehow, this, I know
0: this exact feeling of disappointment. You're about to say somehow
1: before. I will still drive right by the fucking thing and not realize it until five minutes later and be like,
0: fuck dude. And isn't then, it, isn't it amazing how you can just do that? It's so bizarre.
1: And then another three months later, there's still my old shirts in my trunk. And at that point I just give up and throw them away.
0: And you always know to do it when you're nowhere near the Dropbox. Like it's Absolutely. never like it's never like you're 100 feet away and you're like, oh fuck, I finally remembered. It's yeah, always dude, when
1: you're you're carrying like a gigantic heavy thing that you're about to put in your trunk and you open it and go,
0: oh yeah. Dude, it's so weird and that, like I, I guess I chalk it up to muscle memory, which I guess is a good thing because you know you rely a lot on kind of just autopilot nature. Um, so I guess it's not all bad. Um, but I did that all the time. I'd be like – and I would literally say to – I would treat myself like a four-year-old and I'd be like, all right, when you leave this house, you're going to drive here and do this. And then sure enough, I would just blow right by it. <laughs> it's so – it's so disturbing.
1: It's well, um, I'm sure like you've maybe thought about bringing your grandmother her fucking pots back for a couple years now and you still haven't done that. So, Well,
0: that's exactly right. I have so many of her pots up upstairs. We've been chipping golf balls into one of them. Actually, she's going to be making me stew soon. But oh, perfect thing,
1: opportunity to bring the pot back.
0: I also think one of the reasons why I'm more uh, uh, cavalier about. Here's the thing, and we won't need to get into this whole thing, but why is it that the oldest people in society <laughs> are like the most calm about things opening back up? And it's some 30-year-old hipster douchebag in Brooklyn that is, like, the most concerned about. You know what I mean? Like, my grandma is 95 years old. So why would she actually? She's got, what, four tops summers left? Why would she be for this exactly, by the way? And it's some gender studies dropout loser that lives in his parent-subsidized apartment in the Upper East Side of Manhattan that's all red-in-the-face mad about safety concerns it doesn't make any sense to me and it's just perfectly consistent with just everybody's attitude about everything anyway right. i just wanted to interject cuz the whole reason i gra- i brought up the stew was cuz my grandmother is openly making me stew regularly inviting me into her home and then people go oh yeah exactly tim but if you go out to bars you're more likely to sus- you know you're more likely to actually get corona and then you're visiting your grandmother well actually you pompous douche if I was drinking out of bars and running into people all the time. I just would say, Hey Graham, I'm not gonna do it. I've been out and about. Two right. two responsible parties just controlling their own lives instead of one creepy government controlling everybody's lives. Doesn't that seem better, folks? The folks seem to think so. I don't know. Yeah, and Fauci's anti lockdown too. I wonder if they I wonder if YouTube's <laughs> gonna take down his video. Do you think YouTube will take down the video of Fauci saying we should open up soon? <laughs> Oh, oh, they're not going to do that because they genuflect before him because, like, for whatever reason, some deity floating around society just said he's the chosen one? <laughs> These people are pathetic. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Sorry. All right. It's uh, believable, uh, dude. It I'm really sorry, is. Matt Boucher. Matt Boucher, if you're still listening, I'm done. Sorry, Matt. Um,
1: and, you know, so, you know, back to us playing golf this past weekend. Um, yes. Yes. I always try to tell myself before the first round that the first round is going to be the best round because it's at that point going to be all muscle memory and you're not going to have like all the small micro corrections that you've been working on all summer built up in your brain and like confusing you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's just so not the case, dude. Jesus Christ.
0: Well, dude, I, le- I learned that the hard way. I've I played. The first round, and I, I could not... If you if you watched me my first round this summer, like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, you would literally be like, this kid's probably played golf like ten times in his life. That's how bad it was. So I became very privy to the idea that the first round is going to be terrible. Um, well, I thought you were fantastic on this
1: past weekend.
0: Well, it, but that's what I'm saying. So the that was my third round. So I played better... Like, I was very pleased with my performance when we played out, and it was because I worked out some of the kinks. I do think that you are onto something, though, because a lot of times there are those weird first rounds where, like, you kind of just, you forgot all your bad habits, and you just take it easy, and, um, you know, it's a little bit of a slower swing, more consistent, but golf's so so weird and subjective, who knows?
1: Also, I heard through the grapevine that um, Ian Arrieta may join us next week to just talk about
0: Golf, mainly. Oh, good. Dude, we yeah. need to, um... Rhode Island, I think, is, like, completely open, right? For the most part? As open as you can be right now? I honestly haven't a clue. Because <laughs> I have... Fr- uh, people I work with went to Newport over the weekend. and they, That's in Rhode Island. It is, yeah. Little roadie, the cool kids call it. Um, oh,
1: yeah, yeah, right, right, right.
0: And, um... And they said that they were going to restaurants and, you know, going around and doing all this stuff, waving Confederate flags. But um, I was talking to Ian. We do need to get together and actual actually golf. I've never golfed with Ian.
1: Oh, that'd be nice, huh? That'd be great. Jesus.
0: That'd be fantastic. That'd be freaking awesome, dude. We should do it's it.
1: Crumb believable.
0: Bam. 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 We need to get that
1: on the soundboard. This, yo, I actually, I will. That was it's our entire round. Every every hole that was said <laughs> at least two times.
0: <laughs> oh, it was so great, dude! We got to take golf carts. Uh, my pocket inventory was was null, and I could just <laughs> ride around with a nice breeze coming through the windshield, smoking a cigarette in one hand and holding a truly in the other. It's just incredible. It incredible okay, stuff.
1: I, I walked up to the the old guy in the cart, and he like pulled up in front of me and just points at like you know points into his lap.
0: Oh, that guy's classic. Wait, Meaning, like he was pointing like he was pointing at his dick?
1: Yeah, pointing at his dick, be, which meant you can have this cart. Um so I was like <laughs> so I was like, Oh, I can have this one? He goes, Yep. He goes, all sanitized for you. I was like, ah, perfect. So I'd like put my bag in, I'd put it on my wallet, my what all my shit. Get in, start driving away, and just realize that the car is absolutely fucking
0: filthy. So oh, I'm things like, what, absolutely the f- filthy.
1: what did he fucking sanitize in this cart? Yeah. Like the it, middle of the steering wheel?
0: The whole thing is so stupid. So like I have you noticed too people that like all the really scared people right now are not protesting golf being a thing, right? Like they're not well, Who would? They're not saying like how dare you open the golf course. How dare you open the golf course. They're not. They're just like, "Oh. Oh yeah, they said it was okay. Okay." But, right. but like, if a if a barber shop with like three hairdressers opens, they're gonna be red in the face mad. Like, people yes. need to. It's never enough to say what you're mad at. You always need to explain why you're mad, and that that's what I've learned. The wiser I get, the older I get. Whenever somebody's really upset by something, just get to the core as to why. Okay, I know that this is upsetting you, but why? And they almost never have a satisfactory answer. You know what I mean? You know, I really, I honestly, I do. Because they go, this person isn't wearing a mask in Market Basket. And then you go, okay, why does that upset you? And then they go, well, because it's for safety. And then you go, oh, do masks protect you from Corona? So could you go into a hospital and visit your relative right now with a mask since it's so protective? And they go, well, no, you can't do that because, you know, the mask doesn't give you the proper protection to, you know, go near a, uh, a hospital. It's, oh, oh, really? Oh, so it's actually just all fake. And then they kind of just break down and go, oh, and then they get so mad that they just leave the room because they have nothing to say. <laughs> if masks actually work, I could go visit my grandfather in a nursing home with a mask. But I can't do that. Because the health professionals that work at the nursing home say the mask doesn't protect you with corona. And yet, I can't go into a grocery store without a mask. So, somewhere there's a disconnect between retards and smart people. And the retards are frighteningly outnumbering the smart people. I'm getting very confused. Yeah, well, that's what I do. I like to obfuscate things. Jesus.
1: Um... Wasn't there something we wanted to talk about or something, maybe?
0: Um, I don't know. Did you have anything else going on? Um, I know we wanted to talk about what a moron I am for missing last night's podcast. That was pretty much the only bullet point I had. You definitely are a moron. But... um, Oh, it's so bad. I don't know. I mean, like, I
1: I made the mistake of leaving Twitter open, like... Is Mark the Shark
0: on Twitter? Oh, God, yeah. Are you kidding me? I want to start trolling this idiot. I mean, you could. It's easy. Oh, he's just so insufferable, man. Mark's... Oh, is he on here as Mark the Shark, the little idiot? All right. (laughs) I do... I I can't stand... I went from being like, oh, yeah, he's kind of like the... Yeah. Playful idiot. And now... Oh, he's such a... I don't know. It's one thing to go from like a... playful kind of goof to like a... you know... Finger sniffing creepy character, right. and that's that, that's what he is at this point. Talking He's just about little creep.
1: Talking about Goofy. One of my, um, I've been slowly realizing one of my favorite like pastimes. Well, when I was younger, when I was in my twenties, now that I'm thirty, I probably don't do this. It's a little immature. oh yeah, good point yeah. But um, if somebody coughs, I just say bless you, and then I just kind of watch them squirm
0: <laughs> and wait to see if they're. Either. If they caught on to the, the fact that they didn't sleaze and you said, God bless you?
1: Well, to kind of see if they're considerate enough for my feelings to say thank you.
0: Oh, which, right.
1: Which then makes them kind of like a liar. Or if they're just going to be a total dick and then just like, correct me. You know what I'm saying?
0: I think if I coughed and somebody said, bless you, I think I'd say thanks. Maybe just you the way be it like brought
1: no, up. You wouldn't be like, no, that was a cough.
0: No, because who cares, really? It's it's still your body, it's still your face expelling germs. There's really not that much difference between a cough. Well, and a not no- if you're
1: wearing a mask, though,
0: right, folks? Oh wait, I think I missed the story. So this is with a mask on?
1: No, I was just kidding. That has oh, nothing okay. to do with a mask. I'm just in general.
0: If you, what do you think's more offensive to people, um, <laughs> or like the little authoritarians that live amongst us? A masked man coughing or a man without a mask not coughing? What do you think bothers them more?
1: A masked man coughing.
0: I'm gonna say the man without a mask bothers them more.
1: I honestly I think you're absolutely correct. <laughs> Have you tried going into a place without a mask
0: recently? Well, I go—I'm boycotting Massachusetts. I hate Mass. Um, oh,
1: good move. There's—in there's, there's n- in New Hampshire, you don't even get a second look.
0: I went into New Hampshire, like, two months ago, and people weren't wearing masks. And I said to Karen—I called her on the phone. I got in my car. I said, mark my words. <laughs> the entire state of New Hampshire is going to be dead in three weeks. None of these people are wearing masks. And she said, really? None? I said, I'm telling you, the body count is going to be too high to count. It's going to be an incalculable amount of dead people. And she said, well, yeah, obviously they're not wearing masks. And then, you know, two months go by and everybody's fine. Right. But seems I still like, think you should wear masks.
1: Seems like your model was cor- was a little off there.
0: Well, yeah, okay. All right, so the model's a little off. You just don't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best oh, oh oh okay 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 so the, so the model's completely wrong yeah all right so what are you just gonna just not listen to models anymore well not your model you moron oh okay oh yeah what, what are you a fucking what are you statistician no i'm a people that expect statisticians to be correct about their data Oh, oh, okay. So we messed up like what? 17 models. Okay, so we totally overprojected everything. The survival rate's 99.68%. Okay. All right. So that just it, just because of that, you're not going to listen to me? Yep. <laughs> Sorry, dude. You shot your wad. You were wrong. You're a moron. You're a dummy. I don't moron. listen to you as soon as you just It's one thing to make mistakes. To arrogantly be misleading for 3 months. Yeah, that's kind of where I throw in the towel. Cause I got news for you. If I have a friend that keeps telling me I'm gonna be at golf on time. All right, we got a 1:15 tee time. I'm gonna be there at 12:50. Okay, great. Oh, oh, you're late the next five times you golf. Guess what, buddy? I'm not golfing with you anymore. And if I'm that serious <laughs> about whom I golf with, I'm probably that serious about whom I take tips from when they're controlling my entire fucking life. <laughs> oh, wait, the guy that's making haircuts illegal is like, never been right about anything in the last six months? Yeah, maybe it's time to get a new guy. <laughs> if I wouldn't golf with you because you're unreliable, I'm not going to put my entire life in your hands if you're unreliable. Just period. Right, right, anyway. right. Sorry, boo. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, boo. Yeah. Oh, God. I actually did have a dream, though, and I'm not even making this up. I had a, a dream? dream. I was gonna okay. text the the board of directors from the Arms for Surecast. I had a dream that I and I'm not. It's gonna sound me up, but it's not. I was at my uh, parents' house in Merrimack, and across the street, Matt Boucher. I run into him, and he's a mailman, and or a whoa, postal whoa. worker. Well, he took a DJ's job. Well, then so then I'm talking to Matt, and I'm like, "What are the odds that you become a postal worker and you actually got my my neighborhood?" And then he was like, I know, it's crazy. And then DJ shows up and DJ started just you know, we were just all talking. And then Matt took off his uh, like bag, put on running shoes and then just went for a jog, and then the dream ended. <laughs> it was so fucking weird. I'm actually surprised I didn't text it to the group. It was I think I got a little self conscious because the dream was so strange, but it uh, it really he just, happened. He just right.
1: left all that mail just sitting in, in on the sidewalk. Yeah. Unprotected. Exactly. He did. I don't think you can do that. Isn't that like a felony or something? Uh, probably. Probably. Like, is. isn't there some story of like some mailman got right? injured or something and they're like, we have to take your bag so we can, you know, treat you? And he's like, no, nobody takes my bag.
0: You're literally thinking of an episode of Cheers. <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding. That literally happens to Cliff in an episode of Cheers. Norm delivers the mail for him. And then Norm gets arrested.
1: That's exactly what it is. Holy shit!
0: <laughs> I love how you tried to play it. Like, was it? Didn't I read in the New York Times that? <laughs> but it's, it's a Cheers episode. <laughs> Same thing. Oh, Jesus dude, Cheers! Christ. I'm on like season five. It's it's the best season.
1: It's a fantastic show. It really is. The thing about Cheers
0: is like, it's. It really shouldn't be a good show if Ted Danson weren't so damn likable, the show would be nothing. Like because Sam Malone is just so likable, it's it's great. But like if you didn't have a central character as charismatic as Ted Danson, I I don't think the show would even be close. Because it's not like the writing is that good, right? It's it's just Ted Danson. It's just the man.
1: Oh, you know what I just figured out? What's that? Why we never have anything to talk about nowadays.
0: Because we, we can't all?
1: fucking we can't fucking do anything. Yeah, dude. Of course, dude. We're all fucking troglodytes. Because all the shit we talk about is stuff that we did over the weekend, or some stupid, silly thing that our friend did, or and none of us can do anything. So now we have nothing to talk about other than fucking Twitter and pissing off Budankis.
0: <laughs> I know, dude. I really hate pissing off Bud because he really is. He's the man. He's like the one. The one torch carrier for the... Uh, well, and DJ, but Boo was there first. and uh, That's true, he was. Yeah. And all we do is antagonize him with our political rants, which I apologize for. Poor son for. of a bitch. Poor um, bastard. But yeah, it's just strange. I mean, especially now... Oh, and what are the odds two? the one fucking year that May, the latter half of May becomes summer? Like, usually summer doesn't hit until like the second week of June. The one fucking year that late May is summer weather... It's like the one year where everything's canceled
1: Oh, which reminds me I planted my, my goddamn garden now.
0: Oh yeah, what are you growing? just a bunch of shit vegetables?
1: Yeah, a bunch of bullshit. I got some kale. Um, you doing jalapenos a bunch, again? bunch of herbs, I'm doing the jalapenos again because those those are
0: what do you I like kale, but like what do you in, in what capacity do you eat kale if you're gonna like what what's the most common use of kale for you? I would
1: either make kale chips, which are delicious or yeah. i would just kind of saute it and have it with you know as a vegetable side.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah.
1: With like onions or some shit, you know what i'm saying?
0: I cuz i do like kale, but i just don't it's not something that i find myself you know ordering something with kale in it.
1: Or if you want to use it for its purpose, you would you'd put it on a plate and then you would just put your food on top of it and then you don't eat it. You, it's just there. Just decorative. You know what I mean? Right. It's
0: like that piece of it's like that piece of basil in the middle of the pizza pie when you get it from Right. Least. Like how like when
1: you go to Bertucci's and they put the one olive, who, how do you decide who gets that olive, you know what I'm saying? That's
0: exactly right. It's such a cliche. It's such it's a unfair.
1: Cliche. There should be eight olives if you're going to do that.
0: I I totally agree. I totally agree. But um but yeah, no, that's that's good. I want to get a garden. So actually Alex Sabo was here earlier. Oh, you're kidding. Um, Because he's putting the fence up. He does everything, dude.
1: He really does, uh, yeah. yeah.
0: But, but, yeah, I was thinking when he was out there, like, once we get a proper patio back there, I think I would like to have a nice little garden bed and just grow something in it. Maybe tomatoes.
1: you do have a space over on the, uh, probably not on the the shady side, though, you know what I'm saying? Probably where we were, like, playing golf.
0: Yeah, exactly. Put it right over there. Right. Yeah, that's, like the best climate controlled spot in the whole yard
1: and if you end up having leftover soil when you level everything off and shit there you go perfect you use it for your goddamn garden
0: that's exactly right dude i can't wait i'd say in five weeks the whole thing should be up and running
1: well, i sure should hope so because that's a long time
0: fence mulch patio should be good
1: why don't you just do fence patio mulch
0: well, really, I could do this whole thing next week if uh, Eric Sterling Storage just comes over and assists her. I, he, he's my appointed foreman, so we could actually start this tomorrow if we wanted and get everything simultaneously in action and have this whole thing up in like three weeks. Yeah. I just need to. Okay.
1: Well, I guess let me know too. I'll assess to have the, the tamper. Oh, yeah, thing. You,
0: can, you can be the foreman. You want to be the foreman? Or do you want to mm, be the assistant foreman?
1: I'd rather be the assistant foreman. So okay. that way, if anything goes wrong, I can just go, Eric, what the fuck, dude?
0: Do you still need to wear a hard hat with a pencil in your ear when you're doing patio work? Or is that only think, for, like, crane-involved equipment?
1: I think that's—I don't think I need to do that.
0: Yeah. All right. But, no, dude, we're ready to we're ready to rock, man, because this summer is basically canceled, um, which makes sense. It's for my own safety. But um, I really think that if we have a proper patio, that'll at least be nice. Right. You know? And then we can mm. have a proper cookout. When it's actually warm out and not freezing and windy. Which, right, it wasn't that freezing,
1: but... No, nah, it wasn't. The worst part about... Well, it's not really the worst part, but... Those Trulies go down way too easy. And I, I drink, like, five of them within the first, like, hour that I was there.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. I will... And then I was just ready for a nap. The Trulies are brutal. You can't go to a party with Trulies anymore. Because it's just, like... You bring a twelve pack. First of all, it's gone in like an hour, hour and a half. Oh yeah, and it, they go down way too quick. You're supposed to actually have that kind of like regurgitative reaction to some alcohol. Like you're supposed to kind of, you know, when you've had like five beers and you got a you know you got a beer ball in your hand, and you're trying to drink it quickly. How like your body just doesn't let you do that. It's yeah, kind you're of just, just like, way
1: too you're too full. Exactly. You,
0: you kind of actually. It turns out that like that's a good thing. Right. Because when it just keeps going down, it's just like I, every party should only be three hours because <laughs> if you're, if you show up with shelters you're so exhausted after two hours that you're like, I can't last another fucking five hours in this shit. Right. It's true. And I also miss the beach. I want the beach, man. I, I can sit down on the sand, smoke bots and crank. I can get so wasted on the beach and because I'm, maybe it's like the sunlight or something still feel like I'm like not that bad. Right. But when I'm in a backyard and I even get slightly buzzed, I'm like down for the count.
1: <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't.
0: I don't know, man. But uh, I'm still, I'm still enjoying the work from home aspect. I love that. It's just that now that it's like summer. You know, like even when we play golf, it's like you wrap on the 18th hole. I know you guys are busy, but like let's just say hypothetically, just being able to go somewhere for like lunch and grab a beer. Like You can't even do that. You can't even do it. It's fucking ridiculous. But you know, safety first. Right. That's right. As as long as we can come out of this saying, we were part of the elite 99.68% of Americans that survived this thing, then I'll be proud. So I guess it's still worth it. But um, I just wish that, you know, there were a little bit more options because now it's almost like high school. Now it's like, where should we go to grab beer? It's like, why don't we get a keg and go in the fucking woods? It's like it's just a weird thing. It's like high school again. Nobody yeah, has a place to go drink to.
1: Right. Jesus Christ, dude. All right. I mean, I think we should wrap it up there. I'm just way too tired to even care about. Yeah, what and you're I'm kind of.
0: Dr- I've been drinking wine so far, so I'm pretty drunk. Oh, I, I went with
1: Scotch today. That was my what the my fuck? Choice. Did you really? Yeah. 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 Good for you. <sighs> God, but I went on a half a mile bike ride earlier, so I'm really beat.
0: I saw that on Instagram. Oh, you did this right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm on the gram.
1: Unbelievable. Um, yeah, yeah, but buy our merch, like Dan Sullivan did at I'm so sure. Yeah, buy the
0: mer the merch is one, it's cool. You're not gonna see it's not similar to anything else you'd buy. That's you get true. to be part of like this like hip little niche startup like the I'm so cast. You, you know you go on vacation in Florida, you run into people passers by in the airport are going, uh huh. It's an interesting little uh, shirt or hoodie. It, it, right. it gives you a little edge up on society, like I'm part of something special. And it gives us money, which we desperately need because I'm putting in a right. patio.
1: Right.
0: I need yeah. money, folks.
1: Help fund Tim's patio by purchasing our, our merch.
0: Well, that's exactly right. Do it for me. Alright, well,
1: that's that's fucking it, dude. I'm out of here. I'm sick of this. Alright, cool, mate. Alright, well, see you later so sure can